So we dealt with Karens before Karens. I don't think she was a Karen. Definitely think... Karen. She was Karen too much. No, Karen. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's why they call them Karens, right? <laughs> Bill and I were just talking about how much moving sucks. He recently moved from one apartment to another right next to each other to a bigger one, I think, right? Yeah. And that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> Such a pain, bro. And yeah. now you got to go <laughs> to across the country. Dude, all I'm just trying to get rid of everything I own. It sucks, dude. I think I might just become a monk. I feel like they know what's up. Rid yourself of any worldly possessions and just live a life of peace. And abstinence. Uh, yeah. That one's hard. <laughs> but I guess their lives are easier in that sense, too, because they don't have to deal with the bullshit of women. <laughs> well, if you want to become a monk so you don't have to deal with women, by all means, let me know how that goes for you. Yeah, I'll let you know. Actually, you probably won't. won't you'll be focused on, you won't be focused on worldly things, which would probably exclude the use of technology and who knows what else. No, you can say a lot about like that simplistic lifestyle, but I think they were onto something. I'm sure they agree. Or like the Amish. Would you ever live as Amish? They have families, but I don't know enough to say no, but I don't know enough to say yes. But I do know that my experience with the Amish is not the purest. Really? What happened? You had a Nothing bad experience? No, oh. no, no. I just don't know if it's appropriate to say. What? <laughs> now you have to say it. Do now you have to. No, I don't. I don't know where this is going to end up. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't a personal inappropriate experience. It was like some documentary you watched and... Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. I know. I have this theory about documentaries being mostly just entertainment and not actually a way to learn anything. Because they don't give facts? Or why is it not a way to learn anything? Because the director usually has a angle that they want to cover. So you're you're getting a biased take on the whole thing. I mean, I think that's anything, though. Did you know Kevin Samuel's dead? Yeah. I didn't know that. What? I just found <laughs> out today. Uh, did you notice that there was no new content? No, I didn't notice. I, well, I saw some some clips was going around. That's why I, I didn't consider. I didn't think he was. He passed away. It's a shame too. Because, like, imagine the interview with Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we would learn nothing because they would just agree the whole time. But Yeah, that's that's all I was thinking, too. I was like, oh, you need two, you need, like, controversial people, like, uh, two different ideas there. Uh, Jordan, do you have an opinion on Andrew Tate? Seems like a lot of women hate him. I don't know that it's... Oh, see? See, this is what I think about the internet. Like, everyone who's, like, on social media heavy, who are active there, we all know who these people are. So, like, the most Googled man on earth, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. But to the average person, they're not even on the internet like that. And so, most people don't know who the hell he is. Or care. Yeah, or care. And <laughs> most people shouldn't even care. Like, uh, yeah, people bring that shit up in the comment section for some of these videos I've been posting. Like Tate, Tate, or like, who cares? I understand why people like it, because it's, I guess he's pushing back, as they would say, but in the end, it's like, it's no different than what a lot of the other people have said. He says it in incendiary ways to trigger people, which is, I can appreciate the troll. Is he uh, the new Kevin Samuels or something? Uh, yeah. You think so, Bilo? 
I don't know if he's. I mean, he not he doesn't he doesn't say it the same way. Like he he uh, he just makes sense, and he doesn't say it so so as harshly as Kevin Sanders. Mm, okay. And and he's not insulting women directly. So. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. So he's actually better than what Kevin Sam. I guess defined in the way he treated, I guess, women. Because he doesn't have a call-in show. So he's not, like, asking them their age and how fat they are. But I don't know. I guess maybe people have a problem with him because I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. Yeah, he says a bunch of stuff that is kind of offensive, I guess, if you were to hear it. But it's not that much more offensive than I think some of the other things people have said. Or what rappers have said about women openly all the time so i guess if it's in music or art it's okay but if you say it on a podcast it's a big no-no and maybe black people are smart for putting it in music because then people will just dance to it i mean i don't think black people are the only people that put it in music i there just are, think... are there other types of music where they talk about bitches ain't shit um in so many words yeah i mean <laughs> i don't think black people are the first to say something about women that wouldn't be appealing but i do think that rap music capitalizes on it or the industry capitalizes on the fact that rap music does do that pulling on this thread a little bit i wonder what it's like to be a rapper seeing all these podcasters who are saying all this stuff about women blowing up or like andrew tate or whatever and like we've been saying this on our songs since forever and they don't got the clout or the money to show for it but tate does i mean he is sort of like a rapper where he flashes the wealth, he has the nice cars, he's surrounded by girls, but he doesn't rap. That's the only what difference. What does he do? Who is this guy? He's been an internet personality for a bit, but he recently blow, blew up over the last, I would say, year or so, specifically on TikTok, I think, where he doesn't actually run his own social media. People would take clips. So this guy, his strategy was, I'm going to go on every podcast that will have me. And there's so much content of him out there that people on their own volition started clipping it up into these bite-sized things and he has a way of speaking that <laughs> can trigger people to add a little bit on it um he has uh, his uh website called hustlers university okay. and so pretty much uh you pay 50 dollars to to uh, a month to learn uh to make money learn to make money right and pretty much uh everybody that goes on are affiliating to his program and so when when uh, they are putting up clips of him they're dropping down like the hustle university and then they get a cut of that to get like 50 percent of uh that you know 50 percent of whoever they bring on the young sis bro they've been making money like eleven thousand a month or something like that doing this and i'm like damn bro i wish i got a <laughs> Yeah, shit crazy. Yeah. But yeah, he was genius about it. And be- because now his face was everywhere on TikTok and you could not avoid him. Except At one point, you, you got TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, except, yeah. 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 All over TikTok, all over YouTube, all over um, almost every platform. And yeah, he's been the biggest name in 2022. Interesting. So basically, like what happened with Kevin Samuels, how people would post all those clips of him. Except uh, Tate was smart by monetizing or giving an incentive for people to do it so that they can actually make money through affiliate yeah. links to his course, his uh, or Hustlers University, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this guy, I mean, it's not even that. I don't know. It's just it's crazy. And then now everyone's celebrating. He just got arrested. 
I don't even know if it means if they don't put cuffs but, on yeah, you. Are you? Yeah. If they don't put cuffs on you, you're not really arrested, right? Just detained. I guess. Yeah. That's what I, it feels like. I mean, I was detained. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you like that segue, huh? No. <laughs> Why not? You don't want to relive that again. It's just emotionally traumatic, I guess. It's for who? I don't know. It's not traumatic. Not for me. me. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Then. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that that one day that widely called a cough on, on you? Yeah. So we dealt with Karens before Karens. I don't think she was a Karen. Definitely think, a Karen. She was who, Karen too much. No, Karen. <laughs> no, I think the Karens are. I was like, like she was Karen too much. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. That's why they call them Karens, right? Nah, it's a white people's name. It's a generic oh. white people's name. Okay. What were you saying, Jordan? <laughs> I think Karens typically are white women that victimize themselves in face of black people. But I think if there was a word for women that do the same, but for women's rights outside of feminists, I think she would be that. She was more so. I think she was concerned. Like the situation had nothing to do with her, which wouldn't make her a caring. But she was overly concerned with my safety. Yeah. So is she one of those like Brooklyn types who are like so sympathetic to black people that, or maybe black women? Does that happen? Are white women like overly? Can I help you? No. And I don't think it was a black white thing at all. I think oh. it was a man woman thing. I think you're making it a black white thing. It just she just happened to be a white woman, and we just happened to be black. Wait, we don't even know if she was a white woman, right? Uh, no, I saw her. She was definitely white. I saw the woman. I don't remember seeing anybody. She Maybe was I was in just the busy, car, like... and she was busy. Yeah, too busy kidnapping me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the car, and I saw her, like, looking more interested than I thought was normal, but I was too busy being kidnapped to really consider, like, oh, she's interested because she thinks something's happening. Mm-hmm. Less so than she's just being nosy because I'm cute. Yeah. And you're whatever adjective. Uh, how do you feel about it? How did I feel about it? Yeah. Uh, the fact that she called, I didn't feel any type of way. I thought I thought the I don't I don't know what the right answer is, but initially I thought that she should have put a little bit more care into it. Maybe just stop to ask us because things escalate. So by the time we got stopped by the police, their response was already really poor. So one misstep, it could have went left all because she feels like I'm getting kidnapped while. I get into the driver's seat of my car on my own volition. Yeah, that was the strange part of it all. How could you be kidnapped while driving? Unless they assumed I had a weapon on you or something. For the listeners, basically, Jordan and I, we were horsing around. I was pretending to like arrest her as we were going to her car. You were pretending to arrest me. You were literally just holding my hands behind my back so I would stop doing whatever I was doing to you. Oh, yeah, you do things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought... We, see, I completely misremembered this then. I, I seem to re- misremember a lot of things in our in our relationship. Like me deciding that we were in a relationship. <laughs> that didn't happen for the I know. <laughs> I know. You really did jog my memory. <laughs> but yeah, so this Karen, I guess, witnessed me holding Jordan's hands behind her back. We enter her car. She drives. And apparently she called the cops. That was an altercation. No, no, no. An interaction. Yeah. And then what made it worse? So you were holding my hands. We got into my car. We were going to go to karaoke, which was around the corner. And then midway to karaoke, we end up turning around and decide not to go to karaoke, which I think alarmed the police 
even more because now we're just like making a random u-turn for no reason mm-hmm. but it's not like we were like speeding or anything and then eventually they stopped us by the way her car it was a new <laughs> car it didn't have plates so i assume that's why they stopped her so i was laughing <laughs> except for the fact there were like seven police cars behind us i didn't realize there were that many impressive. yeah Sorry, they needed God. they needed their whole they needed their whole squad to to take me down they were afraid of me like they were afraid of me. They didn't even know what you looked like. No, I'm sure the lady said a big black man. I'm sure she did. In Albany. <laughs> a big black man is kidnapping a small black woman. Yes. Because that's, that's exactly. the description. Yeah. Or maybe, do you think she's one of those 911 callers who are like, so there's this man and then it's like, all right, so could you describe him, please? He's really tall and he has a beard and, <laughs> and then maybe she'll like describe the shirt and the pants. That's right. What race is this man? I don't really see race. <laughs> I, I bet she said you were black. I just wonder if she also said that I was black because their response, like, I oh, think their response like a was a little girl. aggressive. Yeah. It's like, oh, big black man kidnapping somebody. She must have been white. Let's get all our police force on it. <laughs> and it's a nice car because if it was like a hoopty and she would have said, oh, I think a black man is kidnapping a black woman. Then like, okay. Regular day in Albany. No big deal. Then they tap or. I guess the shar- sergeant came to your side. They tell me to he get out of the car. He was not the sergeant. That was wasn't? the sergeant. The sergeant came later. He seemed like the guy in charge. Or whoever was talking to you seemed like the guy in charge. It was the guy in charge of that moment. Probably because mm. he got there first. The sergeant didn't come after. And that's when he started like complimenting me on the car. And I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they told me to put my hands on your trunk. And... I was so pissed. And your handprint was there forever. Because I'd never washed my car. <laughs> like this is so traumatic yeah, yeah it's been. a constant reminder of what could have been yeah it's pretty pissed yeah. and they were apologetic we're so sorry we never had a call like this before like well thank fucking god <laughs> yeah and they're like questioning me all right where are you going how do you know this woman and then i'm like just giving them the details and all that clearly i'm just like i think i had a smirk on my face <laughs> While I'm talking to the guys, I'm surrounded by like three or four cops or something. Obviously, the cars all surround your car. And then finally, I think what was tension started to subside. Then I was just shooting the shit with the cops. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no no worries. It's like, where do you work? It's like, yeah, I work here. It's like, oh, really? Oh, yeah, I know somebody who works there. Blah, 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 whatever. And then they, they let us go. I bet you they felt like they had to have felt stupid. I'm sure they did. And I'm sure I didn't help. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, you idiots. (laughs) Yeah, were you yelling at the guy? (laughs) Like, that's my boyfriend. (laughs) That was that was that was hot. That was hot. (laughs) Yeah, I do remember you afterwards. Just like lit. You called your dad. You called your mom. I think (laughs) your friend was there too. And then I was just laughing my ass off the whole time. This is the thing I think about like police interactions. Obviously, anytime they pull you over, it's naturally adversarial. But you can control the encounter, at least the mood of it. And so, you think? Yeah, like that could have turned out so badly if I was aggressive. Yeah, but if she would have just happened to say, "Yeah, I don't know if he has a gun," that would have been completely different because then they would have came to the door with the guns drawn because that's what they have to do. Really? Which would have made yeah. I went to this. not, it was like last month. I went to this police simulator that they use for training. 
And I guess they use it for the community so the community can, like, understand that there's no right or wrong answer in some situations and you pretty much have to be on guard, Mm -hmm. which really sucks because they're giving that to the community, but whatever. And if they get a call saying, like, oh, this person is armed or this person has a gun, they essentially have to act as if they are already defending life. Mm -hmm. So instead of, like, if they would have come to the car with guns drawn, that would have been a completely different situation. Obviously, we did nothing to get shot or deserve to be shot but i don't think it would have been like it just would have been a crazy situation yeah so i know it was a fun memory for me so you're welcome i have a cool story to tell how the cops were afraid of me i did listen to this one guy who was talking about like he was being interviewed and i guess he lives in the hood or whatever i guess his attitude is like when he says fuck the police he really means he's like i don't give a fuck about the police let them come. <laughs> I was like, all right, there you go. That's some energy I could get behind. None of this like, oh, we're afraid, blah, blah, blah. Don't be afraid. I don't know. At least that's my attitude with the whole thing. Like, this doesn't have to be a victim. Well, obviously, yeah, there are victims, but I've changed my mind on police, actually. Like, uh, I used to be, well, they're just foot soldiers. They're the pawns in this whole chess game. They're not giving the orders. They're just taking them. All the things that happen with like shootings and stuff like that are very rare instances might not seem like it but statistically they are it's hard to blame the guys as a whole all police as a whole for the few times this actually happens and the people we really should be mad at are the police commissioners or the prosecutors and legal system and stuff like that but but i changed my mind on that because of covid because i always figured they're doing a job but if there's some law that's just so over the top or out of the out of line if they're given a command because obviously they're allowed to exercise some discretion they can let you off with a warning if they feel like it or if they're an asshole they'll write you a ticket or maybe even make your life harder than it needs to be some cops are power tripping and they do that so there's discretion involved and after the whole covid thing where they're like really enforcing mask mandates and lockdowns and stuff like that i was like okay so these guys really cannot think for themselves or ask, exercise discretion in favor of people's rights. And I was like, all right, I'm with you guys now. Fuck the police. But I don't know. I, I wonder what it's going to be like in Texas. Like if I have a gun. Now they just assume everyone has a gun, right, Bilal? Yeah. Okay. You know, you know what's funny? Uh, uh, so I was uh, driving. I stopped where you're suppo- you know how you're supposed to, you're in the left lane uh, to make the left turn. But I stopped in the middle of it. And there was no cars in front, right? And uh, technically, like I'm trying to make a left turn early on before I go to the light. So that's why I'm doing that, right? And uh, I reverse, right? While cars are coming back, coming, uh, passing through me. I said, fuck it. Because I, I almost missed, I missed uh, one of the driveway, right? So I'm like, I right, let me get back uh, a little bit further, uh, reverse and try to make it, right? And, in the middle uh, of oncoming traffic you're saying you're reversing yeah, to all other people yeah i was like fuck it yeah i was like fuck it so I, i'm reversing and uh uh lights turned on like uh there was a there was a was a um a police car trying to he was waiting for me to go but i wasn't moving i was reversing back and he just turned on his lights and i was like i'm fucked <laughs> i'm fucked and so this is he ended up going right in front of me and uh, cuts me off and it goes uh, heads out. I'm like, thank God. So he, so he doesn't stop that. you? 
Nah, he doesn't. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, yeah, okay, the police are cool here. They, they, they're more chill. Yeah, it worked out. I think you'll be fine, I mean. I, I don't know how long. Maybe I should just, like, go to the DMV immediately and change my plates. Otherwise, I'm a target, right? No, I think people bother you less. You know how long um, unregistered? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they could. They, yeah, maybe. I think it's the Cali plate. plates. Because they don't like yeah, Cal- I changed California mine. people. Yeah. yeah, I changed mine right away. I don't know. I, I know Californians just don't like, or Texans don't like Californians. For good they reason. Don't. Yeah, the good thing is that um, there are a good amount of people outside uh, or like from other states too that mm-hmm. have same Texas. So um, this is a good mix now. Oh, no, I've been collecting all my license plates so far. So I have obviously the New York ones. I have the motorcycle ones. I'll have the Cali one, and then I'll get a Texas one. And it'd be cool if I just collected a bunch of license plates, and then I have a wall of just license plates. That'd be pretty dope. Are you going to change your driver license, too? Do I have to? Uh, nope. I do. In order to get your vehicle registered under your name. No, you don't need to. Yes. Or maybe it's the Texas thing. But whenever yeah, I've Texas, changed my... you don't need to. Gotcha. Right. I already like Texas just on that alone. I have a feeling like I'm going to be able to do a lot of things in Texas that in like California or New York, I would need a lot of approval for. Yeah, there's less, there's damn near like, you know, le- there's so much less restriction compared to other states. Man, it's so much easier to do things out here. Like business-wise, restriction-wise, like all the restricted, like that goes away. I mean, the only problem or like the DMV or whatever, the vehicle thing, fuck this flow. Like, mm-hmm. I have to wait three months in order to get my driver's license changed. Whoa. Yeah, I just got a, I just got my driver's license changed yesterday. They made me take, uh, get an appointment three months ago because it's backed up. Were you able to put doctor on there? Uh, nah, I didn't care. Damn. Nah, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> uh, I'll try doing that. Yeah, but are you going to get a Texas one? Yeah, I'll attempt to get a Texas one and see if I could get doctor on there. I think that'd be hilarious because that's a huge yeah. flex. Because as soon as you yeah. give your driver your license and registration to a cop, immediately they'll start treating you better. That's a good point. Yeah, that's safety right there. Titles. Yeah, I was reading this book, Influenced by Robert Cialdini. One of the things that they talk about is social proof Yeah. and status and all that stuff and how it plays a much bigger role than people even realize. Now, I think most people understand it's a big deal, but it's I think it's even more than what people expect. Like, obviously, if you're a doctor or a lawyer or some profession or whatever with prestige, people do treat you better. Even just wearing a suit. Like, I remember when I was working at the lab, we had to wear dress shirts tucked in, all that. So I was wearing that. And I was 23 or something. Wherever I'd go, like, people who are working some, like, cleaning job or service job would address me as sir as a 23 year old dude i was like i think it's because of the way i was dressed and he's an old man addressing me as sir i was just like that's crazy it's just a sign of mutual respect it had never happened before oh it was the first time and and then it kept happening i'm like anytime i'm wearing business casual or business attire yeah wait so is business attire a suit and then business casual is just a dress shoot and so Dress shirt and slacks. Good question. Yeah, I, I, I've never, I never paid attention. Maybe because I'm not in suits that often. But yeah, I could, I could see why 
they would do that. And uh, that's also the reason why I want to reach a million. You know, really? I, I don't, yeah, like a, the watch. It's like hundreds of thousands of dollars watch. Oh, for the status? Yeah, the, the social People food. are going to look at your wrist and call you, sir. Probably, actually. People are really Bad. do operate that way. Uh, it's crazy. I want to attract the rich people that, that loves watch, you know, watches. So I can have conversations with them about business and get in business with them, you know? So, um, yeah, uh, that that's, that's, that's fair to say. There's, like, social proof really matters. It's a big thing. I don't know. It's all strange how this all works out. It is counter to everything I... I don't really care for the status games, but most people do. My conclusion's been, I have to operate in this world. I guess project status when it's useful. Because, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I'm not sure I've... Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, we're playing the game, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I hate the game, but I have to play it. We can complain all we want about it, but we're still going to play it, right? It's more like we have to play it. You know what that means? What does that mean? You line up your beer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll start going to barbers. Any advice? How do I choose a good barber? I've wait, never been. Is it, wait, you can't do you can't do your own beer. I can, but I mean, I'm gonna be living this status life, right? I gotta take pictures of me and the barber before after pictures. <laughs> nah, that's good. <laughs> it's good content. I mean, that's a good way. That's a good way to get. You know, more people in your life that you could talk to and bring it to like your social media. You know, mm. you could bring barbers on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and then probably go do some uh, dance lessons and then bring the instructors on the podcast. <laughs> you know, so rather shit. Yeah, bro. Do activities to get people on on uh, our platform. I think I've been cutting my beard just fine, but I wonder what a barber would do. Because I remember that one time, Bila, you remember when Reed One gave me that lineup years ago? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I looked five years younger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was bad. <laughs> I think I was like 20-something. Yeah. Oh, God. I remember that now. That's yeah. crazy. I think a scraggly beard makes me I remember older. you didn't like it. And no, we don't want to try to convince you. Like it was good, it looked good, you know. And we're trying to show you, like, it look good. But uh, I, I forgot what what did he do? He he made your beard thinner or cleaned it. He up? did everything. Did he, he he cleaned it up, made it thinner. He lined like perfect line. And that's the part I just don't like. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like how it's not a natural hairline because that's mm. not. I don't know. I prefer things to be authentic. <laughs> Yeah, and that means having a little hair on my neck, just a little bit, enough to like play with, but not get in the way. Enough for you to play with. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you heard of the Be Real um, app, uh, social social platform? Yeah. Do you I have it? No, I don't think I don't think it'll be successful for one reason. Uh, People don't want to be real. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. I think the app basically just tells you, lets you post things, but it has to be in that moment, maybe even at a certain time of the day, or it gives you a notification and you just have to just record it as it is. So you don't get to like plan it out, get good lighting or anything like that. Right. Uh-huh. And that's why they call it be real, I guess. But mm. people don't like showing the real parts of themselves. Like look at social media, look at Instagram. Everything is just the best parts of our life. 
and no one cares to share the the struggles when things are going bad the unflattering pictures you know my favorite part it's your favorite part low-key like whenever i do shoots yeah i the only pictures i care to see are like the ones of the process okay do you post those i barely post it all but yeah of the ones that i post yeah then the Mm -hmm. people post the ones that they want but even tomorrow i'm supposed to do the shoot on top of a basketball hoop and I think the dopest pictures are going to be me trying to figure out how to get on the basketball hoop. <laughs> you don't have a ladder? I do have a ladder, but I'm still going to have to use a little arm strength and creativity Eesh. to actually get on it. So if I have a broken leg next week when you come. Oh, please you know don't. I need your help moving the stuff in the truck. Come on. We'll have a scooter. Yeah. If I really break it, well, I'll have a whole chair. We could just put it on my lap and be out. Tell them what your plan is for the photo shoot. The idea is to no, because then people are going to copy it. I want to. They're do not going to hear it until next week. It. it doesn't matter. But your plan is to copy somebody else, though. No, it wasn't. So no, 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 it is sort of. No, see, when I said what I was doing, you were like, "Oh, like Spike Lee." And I yeah. Was like, oh, yeah. But just because he did it doesn't mean my plan was to copy him. It was my idea. No, but subconsciously, where do you think that came from? I don't know. I'm actually looking it up now. The shoes. It's got to be the shoes. What? What do you mean? It's the commercial. Oh. Oh. Where that's from. See? Proves my point more. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You organically came up with the same concept. Yes, and I can tell you why. Like, 20 years later. I did tell you why, actually. Like, it makes sense. I played basketball. I have yeah. these shoes. I'm moving to Chicago. These are the Chicago Lost and Founds. I, like, it's just, it's, yes, I organically came up with a similar idea. <laughs> Gotta be the shoes, Spike Lee. I'm looking for them. <laughs> 1990. I wasn't even born in 1990. Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. I think it's in also the Stepped on My Jays, Sierra, and Nelly. Jermaine Dupri recreates it, where he's actually sitting on the hoop around nelly is uh no uh jermaine dupree okay i guess if you find the behind the scenes for that you know what i don't know i forgot about this song yeah it's a good song surprisingly good it's actually not that great you like this song yeah i do it's stupid that's why i like it (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't care about jordan's i don't care about bling i don't care about any of the superficial stuff but it's catchy so i'm like all right whatever <laughs> and then i like that part where he's like i own all of these houses ah <laughs> 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 which is actually true have you been to brooklyn <laughs> not, why would nelly be in brooklyn though no it's just a joke oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think it was this in this music video i was like oh nelly can kind of act you know <laughs> Because normally a lot of rappers can't. I think 50 Cent can r- act in any serious gangster role, obviously, because he lived that life. But I don't know Nelly's background, but I think he has a bit of acting chops. It is really disappointing when I see like an NBA player who's in a commercial and they got they got no acting skills. And it's cringy to watch. But then they air the commercial anyways. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I actually like that because i mean as a if i was a oh so i should bring a basketball you weren't gonna bring a basketball (laughs) no but it'd be cool like because i told you i'm bringing a pizza box so like yeah the guy that's shooting it he said he has a friend that's like doing some stuff with an old film camera 
So mm-hmm. now I'm just like, oh, well, if they're going to be videoing part of it, maybe somebody could like shoot the ball while I'm eating pizza and I just smack it away. <laughs> Wait, don't you have something in your <laughs> other hand too? Well, I was going to have soda, but I don't think I'm going to bring soda. Oh. Like, I don't know where the direction this is going at this point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just shoot a bunch of stuff and then you'll pick the best parts. No, they pick know. it. It's for them at this point. Like, it was my what? original idea, but like, at some point, he like he started liking the idea more than I did. So I was just like, all right, fine. Hmm. We'll do it. I can honestly say I've never had a photo shoot. <laughs> no, actually, when I was young and hated it, and it was mostly my mom, but no. Well, maybe so. you get your beard lined up. People are going to be asking you to model in Calvin Klein commercials. Or maybe you can model for Fenty. You have the body for it. Fenty? Yeah. That's Rihanna's, right? Yeah. Doesn't she? What would I be modeling? Underwear. Like boxers. She sells boxers too? Yeah. Why? A whole lingerie line. What kind of man would wear Fenty boxers? Enough of them. And they look great. (laughs) No. No. Bila, Bila, would you wear Fenty boxers? What is Fenty? Rihanna's brand. Lingerie. The lingerie is Savage Fenty. Savage by Fenty. Mm. You should see them. They're cute. They're not bad. And I heard that they're oh, savage. Yeah. What the fuck? Nah, fuck no. <laughs> Why though? It's just underwear. I don't understand. It's Yo. Case, yeah. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, bro. Wait, what, what were the, the words? Hell. No, it's not. I mean, they seem like satin. regular boxers, except it's satin. What the fuck? Yeah, and they, I'm sure they feel great and they're comfortable. I don't know. Need that fabric. You don't want your testicles resting on satin. Like they don't deserve that much. The Savage X jock strap. <laughs> Why yeah, would you buy this? Me. Why would you buy this? Who's this for? No man ever asked for a jock strap unless he's a wrestler. Nah, this is meant for gay Football people. players don't wear jock straps. Do they? I guess they do. And hockey players too, I guess. For sport. This seems like and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how they made their model selection. It's all over the place. They're <laughs> inclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see if they're inclusive for the women, too. They definitely are. They are? Yep. How do you feel about that? I don't feel any type of way. Everybody wears underwear. No, I mean, like, the inclusivity, like, did, were you one of those who were demanding it? Why would I demand it? I don't know. I feel like some people like, felt really some type of way about this. I think the people that felt really some type of way were the people that were not included, as mm. usually it is. <laughs> like, that's usually the case. I don't think in a lot of senses when it comes to, like, who's ever standard of beauty that I'm not considered in that. Unless, like, your standard is fat white woman. And I'm definitely not a fat white woman. Is she, like, the Walmart of black apparel? No, Savage by Fenty is amazing. Why? <laughs> Do you? I, I assume you own things, then, that are... No. What? No, what the fuck? <laughs> You're just supportive of a black queen doing business? Uh, what? I don't know why you try to use like these culturally relevant references for me. I'm trying it to be more inclusive anywhere. in this podcast. I yeah. appreciate the fact that Rihanna has a lingerie line. Because who else has lingerie lines? Everybody? Doesn't no. everybody? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Name like, a person. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Kardashians. Uh, Kim Kardashian's lingerie line came after Rihanna's, though, I think. I'm pretty okay. sure she wanted to name it, like, Skin or something. So Rihanna paved the way for Kim Kardashian or the Kardashians to have one. Uh, th- yeah, that's two. 
is this going to be one of those situations where when I look up the actual ownership of this business, she's just the figurehead? Nope. Okay. Yeah. It's hers. Because, all right, so you think she's making creative decisions here? Actually, I don't think. I can't say I have an opinion about that, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anytime these celebrities launch something, like a lot of them are getting into alcohol, too. Oh, like Happy Dad. I guess if you want to consider the Nuck Boys as celebrities. But I was thinking like The Rock. Yeah, The Rock has a tequila one. Conor McGregor. And Drake. Drake sells alcohol. Sean P. Diddy Combs. Ciroc. Diddy? You know who Ciroc? Diddy is. Yeah. Jay-Z. Duce. Yeah. Do people realize this is just labeling? Yeah. Also, Prime, Logan Paul, and uh, KSI. Yeah, I saw it at Target. Because yeah. I was gonna, because when I go for a walk, I usually stop at the store to get some beverage. Did you um, try it? No, I passed it up and went for Gatorade. <laughs> 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 I thought about making a video. <laughs> hey, you should do it. <laughs> yeah, it was right there at the end of the aisle too. So they they paid for prime real estate on those shelves, and I just went right past it. Yeah, I tried. I tried the what's it called? Uh, the popsicle one. The popsicle. Like the red, white, blue. Yeah. Hella sweet. And they said it has no sugar. Bullshit. <laughs> that shit tap as fuck. <laughs> we got so much sugar. I was like, bro, I was I was hoping there would be no, no sugar. So I threw that shit away. Yeah. And it just seems funny to me. Like all these people, obviously these things, these brands can be successful because of the name associated with it. And obviously this comes back to the thing we were talking about earlier about, about status and prestige and how if the drink alone or the alcohol alone or the lingerie by itself is nothing important, but as soon as you slap someone with recognition, name recognition and celebrity onto it, now it's something people want. The product itself doesn't change. So it's like, I don't know, maybe that's why brands never matter to me. Because like the shirt I'm wearing right now, I got from Walmart. And the pants I'm wearing right now, I also got from Walmart. The socks, too. Um, and Yeah, branding is, is everything. Yeah. Like, like for this podcast, for example, they see, uh, they see our faces. They know who to expect. I guess. They see my face. And, yeah. Well, I meant the branding. Oh, yeah. They see black people or black cartoons. They see, uh, uh, they see uh, siblings. Hmm. Sibling podcast, yeah. Yeah, by branding. Um, so yeah, speaking on branding, what do you what do you guys think of the business cards I put in the chat? You put business cards? Oh, yeah. that's what the sound was. <laughs> yeah. So I put two. Um, there. Which one you like better? Oh, my iPad's in the other room. Oh, um. Whichever one Samir says, I probably like the opposite. And <laughs> 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 Yo. <laughs> Why? Um, I think. I have a, I know I have an eye for design, whereas you have an eye for practicality. So maybe it's not that I like the opposite one, but maybe we'd like the same ones, but for different reasons. What do you guys end up doing with business cards that you're given? I'm not taking them. Oh, really? I hold on to no? Oh, you do? Yeah, because uh, I, I go to a lot of these nursing homes, grab all the business cards from them, and then uh, I email them all. Oh. I, I get the email on there, yeah. It's useful if one party really wants your service. Yeah. Have you seen some of the TikToks of like people who wanted to get the attention of somebody? Some of the elaborate things that they would do, like they would somehow figure out where their office is, and then they would send them a cell phone. 
in like an envelope, maybe hand delivered with confirmed signage so that as soon as they're confirmed receiving it, they get a notification that they received it and they immediately call the phone. And then people can't help themselves but answer phones, especially if it's a strange phone. And I Didn't think it's sort Mitch of. Did he do that? Did he? And which, which scene was that? I'm pretty sure he delivered a present and the present was a cell phone. Walkie talkie. It was a walkie talkie. Oh. But yeah, same same idea. Same idea. Now that I think about it, there's no way that would have well, I guess it could have worked. Yeah. Yeah. If he was close enough, which is creepy. Yeah, that's the part. <laughs> <laughs> it would work better with the cell phone. I don't know why they should well, because then you gotta have that conversation over over kind of thing. That doesn't really work with cell phones. But I feel like you would like appreciate that aesthetic I would. more than the average person. I would. <laughs> I mean, apparently you could do that with Apple Watches too, so it's cool. Like, yeah, but yeah, things like that to get someone's attention. Or I also saw someone say they gave them an iPad. I guess they were a big enough client that you could justify spending an iPad for that one client. But you sent them an iPad and like, hey, and then you put your video message. So as soon as they turn it, you program it so that as soon as they turn it on, they see your face and you give them your pitch in that video. It's like I'd love to talk to you, and the iPad's yours. And it's like, oh, okay, impressive. Like, I don't know. I'm thinking like, if I want to take table moves to the next level, I gotta like get bigger guests, right? I don't know if I even need bigger guests. I think, ah, yeah, I guess I would, but or at least start making better videos and stuff like that. But Bila, I sent you the <laughs> the tweet. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. That was like, <laughs> I'll be really gonna get a guy from that knows a lot about Red Pill and wrote a book on it. And yeah. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start reading a little bit about him, watching his videos too, and then yeah. try to learn. And so I have hella questions. You know? Yeah, I and figured I'm gonna out. ask him a good amount of annotate questions too. Oh, yeah, all right, no, that would have been a bad idea on your part because uh, he and Andrew Tate don't really get along. Really? Not, not. Uh, I mean, the guy doesn't really care one way or the other. But no, well, this is like some light beef. I was. I was going to uh, ask him about what, like, some of the things he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Get his opinion on it. Yeah, that would have been a cool guest to have one. But uh never heard back from him, so. But I figure I'd shoot my shot publicly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Jordan, that was his I dude. I thought you had it, been... too. <laughs> I know, I thought I had it, too. <laughs> I was like, no way, you got so big, bro. I got to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like uh, Omar said, I should reach out to Kanye, right? And I'm thinking, like, what's the best way of doing that? I think I might have an avenue. But, you know, it's hard for people who have clout to justify their time on a small audience. But Oh, maybe you're not selling the audience. You're selling something else. Ooh, interesting. Like, I mean, okay. They're giving you money. Oh, so, like, actually pay them? You think that's how they do it? They actually pay people? They do pay people, but uh, I don't think Kanye's gonna take your money. Like, yeah, I don't think you have enough money for Kanye, so you have to sell something else. Yeah, whether it's, we'll just give uh, Kanye one billion, or I could say this will be a conversation about love and Christianity, and let's explore that in depth. <laughs> I'll even give him a, a quick Zig Heil just so, <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll teach him about Islam. Oh, you want to turn him into a Muslim? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wouldn't that be even more interesting? Dude, I don't think the universe could handle that kind of... Bro, imagine that. Like, he actually preached that. 
all across the world now instead of Christianity. <laughs> no, can that's you imagine? That go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's that's another way to blow up, like how Andrew Tate did too. You know? Can you imagine that interview with Yeah? And more people became Muslim too. Uh, is that true? Yeah. The guy drinks. Okay. The guy. He did. Oh, he doesn't drink anymore. anymore? No. Um, I don't know, but can you imagine what that Kanye interviews look like? Because he's going ham on the Christianity, like to the word. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. <laughs> yeah, four wives, man. Four wives. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that coming out of his mouth. No, that crazy. shit would be. No, that would blow up the world. Yeah, everybody would die expect that. I don't think we're ready for that timeline yet. Jordan. Yep. How's your sleep on the road? How's my sleep on the road? <laughs> He's making a joke about your accident. Prior to another road trip. <laughs> Why did you just bring that up? Were you guys talking about that before? No. No, no, Bilal just does the non sequiturs all the time. You like to ask questions that aren't related to the current thing. It helps us switch. I do that a lot. Like, I've noticed speech patterns having edited so many of these things. Like, I know my verbal shortcomings. I say like a lot, almost as much as the valley girl. I say, I really like listicles, but I never go past the number two. <laughs> I'll start one and say something, then two, and then I never, and then after that I forget counting and I just say everything else. I use and as a filler and see, like <laughs> I just did there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying to be better. Be better. Yeah. Be better. I wonder if it's gonna sound different next week if you're in the soundproof room. Mm, maybe. I don't I think don't they know. have equipment though, but I have plenty, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know what you do your own, but. Yeah, I have a mic, so. And I have headphones, so. Did you know, like, the reason why they wear headphones, even though they're all in the same room, is so that they could hear their own voice. It feeds them mm -hmm. their own voice. Yeah, because yeah. no, no, it's so that people don't talk over each other. When you hear your own voice, it prevents you from speaking over another person. You'll hear what people hear because it's coming through uh, the microphone, that. but you don't like your voice. I see. I love my voice. That's inside me, you know. <laughs> when, I, when I hear, when I hear outside, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it don't sound yeah. like you. Know, no, it does sound like you. That's how you really sound. But you know how I really sound in my head? Deeper? Way deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Way deep. And it's just like, I'm not monotone. And I have like a, I realize I'm monotone in real life. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know it until I actually heard my voice. I've learned to like my voice just because I've edited so many of these things. You have always liked your voice. I never knew what I sounded like until I started this podcast. You have a good voice. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> Is that a... <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I think I have a broader spectrum than most. Like you have you have a deep voice and you, you can make it sound not monotone, you know? You know how to play with the the octaves with jordan i noticed when you speak it's level a lot of the time but then when you get super excited it's just high energy like a peak <laughs> and it's startling a lot of the time 